tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, why a murder in a suburb of Vancouver has sparked a diplomatic storm between India and Canada. That's after a short break. Statements by ministers, the Right Honourable Prime Minister. When Canada's Prime Minister stood up in Parliament last week, he dropped a bombshell. Mr Speaker, today I'm rising to inform the House of an extremely serious matter. I just informed the leaders of the opposition directly that I want now to speak with all Canadians. Over the past number of weeks, Canadian security agencies have been actively pursuing credible allegations of a potential link between agents of the government of India and the killing of a Canadian citizen, Hardeep Singh Nijar. Hardeep Singh Nijar was a Canadian Sikh leader who was shot dead in June. Justin Trudeau was saying that the government in New Delhi was linked to the killing. The world is familiar with Russian, Saudi and Iranian hit squads plying their trade on European streets. But if true, Justin Trudeau's claims represent something else, because India is supposed to be a partner to the West. And you don't just go about murdering your friend's citizens. India has furiously denied the claim, and it has suspended all visa services for Canadian citizens. Canada has yet to provide any evidence. But the cat is out of the bag. In Western capitals, everyone is thinking about India's secret unit, the Research and Analysis Wing, their equivalent to the CIA or MI6. India has expelled a senior Canadian diplomat as relations between the two countries worsen over allegations by the Canadians that Indian agents might have been involved in the murder of a Canadian Sikh activist. Hardeep Singh Nijar was 45 years old. He moved to Canada two decades ago as a refugee and worked as a plumber. He was a leader of the Sikh community in Surrey, a suburb of Vancouver. Hardeep Singh Nijar was murdered as he was getting into his pickup truck outside his temple. Two men ran up to his window and shot him. A dozen spent bullet shells were found beside the car. Two masked suspects were spotted running away through Cougar Creek Park and a burning car was found in Coquitlam shortly afterward. Investigators now reveal a third suspect was seen inside a silver 2008 Toyota Camry waiting on 121st Street. Nijar was part of the pro-Khalistan movement. In the 1970s, the separatist movement gathered strength. It eventually resulted in a catastrophic clash in 1984 with Indian security forces in Punjab and the assassination of then Prime Minister Indira Gandhi. The assault on the Golden Temple in Amritsar shows that Mrs Gandhi has risked alienating the 9 million Sikhs in India in order to destroy the greatest threat to her country's internal stability that she's ever faced. The movement holds relatively little sway in India today, but the dream of an independent Khalistan does retain some hold in parts of the Sikh community in Canada, the UK, the US and Australia. And as the global Hindu diaspora has been mobilised by the Hindu nationalist ideology promoted by India's ruling party, the Sikh diaspora has also become more extreme in its views. 
The BJP, led by Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, paints the pro-Khalistan movement as a separatist threat to India's existence. Even though there's almost no movement to speak of in India itself, BJP-dominated TV stations are full of very animated discussions about the issue. I mean, I must put it very bluntly. Trudeau is a very weak man. A weak, I mean, politically, I'm not making any personal comment. Uh, that's up for the jury. But he's a weak man because he has a minority government. He has to pander to anyone who supports him. And he has the support of parties who are open supporters of terrorist groups. Sushant Singh at the Centre for Policy Research in Delhi told Tortoise that the BJP is using the idea of these movements as a shadow enemy. Like all authoritarian, majoritarian governments, the current government in India wants to somehow show that it is under attack, both internally as well as externally. This is something which can be easily played and it's a narrative which is very difficult to counter for any civil society organisation, for any lawyer or for any people who believe in in human rights and other liberal values in this country. The spectre of well-organised Sikh terrorists is being used to help entrench Modi's appeal to Hindu nationalists. So what does Justin Trudeau's dramatic accusation mean for Canada's relationship with India? And could it have wider repercussions? We'll have more after the break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Khalistan issue has hamstrung Canadian-Indian relations for years. About 770,000 Sikhs live in Canada, a country of 40 million people. Trudeau wants to keep them on side, at least in part for votes. Modi's BJP feels Canada doesn't do enough to stop the so-called terrorists, while Canada says pressure groups should be free to express themselves peacefully. But the issue goes far beyond one murder. Some of the intelligence from intercepted signals includes communications from Indian diplomats present in Canada. But it wasn't all gathered by Canada's own spy agency. Some of it came from a Five Eyes ally, a group that also includes Australia, New Zealand, the UK and the US. One of those allies has been more forward in its support for Canada than any other, the United States. I have seen in the press some efforts to try to drive a wedge between the United States. Canada is part of the G7, and it's a Five Eyes intelligence-sharing ally of the US and Britain, meaning those countries will also be drawn into the dispute. Until now, the approach taken in Washington and London on India's lurch towards Hindu nationalism has been to speak softly on human rights in the hope of getting a big trade deal. Both countries want India on side to counter China's influence in Asia, and Trudeau's statement is time to put his Western allies in a very difficult position. Now, they need to weigh up the evidence and then decide whether their principles are worth standing up for or if India is now just too important to alienate. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. 
This episode was written and reported by Will Brown. It was mixed by Amy Harper. Tortoise.